Makes sense. Hopefully they won't be smelling of weed on the way out. Hello? I thought I was... Fu- was I that unfunny that you guys just don't want to... T- yeah, good one. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> I just had to... It, it was so unfunny. I just made a joke of just silence. I just had to mute myself to cough up a lung. I'm oh, I see. Sorry. Okay. No, that's fine. It, it triggered all my insecurities that maybe you've been humoring me the entire time. And now the meter has run out of whatever my mother pays you guys to talk to me. Oh, and I'm... pretend I'm funny. Yeah, we're just we're just pinging just, her request. Just hold, Let's put hold another on. fifty quid in. He's making a weed joke. Just hold on a second. Let me check my PayPal. Oh no! Don't worry, Jim. Don't worry. You oh, know, we, that's, that's we would uh, we would never do that. <laughs> that's me, fifty quid richer. Nick, you're going to tell us about eBay. Yes, okay. So, like many people, I like to get drunk and browse eBay. <laughs> okay. That's not something I've ever done, to be honest. Really? Give it a go. Give it a whirl. I, I'm not sure I want to. Yeah, treat yourself, honestly. Like... There's, n- there's nothing I really need. <laughs> well... Oh, James, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, it, it isn't the point. I do not need... A 1959 Plymouth Fury, or a job lot of 60 Airfix kits, or I don't know. But yeah, like uh, like many people, I enjoy getting drunk and browsing eBay. <laughs> and usually, it's um uh, usually I've been using it to sort of uh, find bits for my new hyperfixation, which is Airfix kits. Mm-hmm. Used to build them as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, started building them now as a way to sort of decompress from work. I've got a nice little uh, workstation up on the, uh, you know, the mezzanine at work. I can just go up there for an hour on my lunch and just turn a load of plastic parts into an aircraft. It's quite nice. Yeah. Now, my Gmail account is one I very rarely use, but it is the one that is linked to my eBay account. And every time okay. we do this, I get like a two-week snapshot of what I've been browsing while drunk. Oh, no. And... <laughs> 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 and, um... In amongst all the stuff that you would expect, so the uh, enamel paints and airfix kits and die-cast model cars and stuff like that, um, there's something here. Recently viewed, original World War II, Cold War era, Seco Mac, hand-operated air raid siren and crates. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to James, this is why you need to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, my, here's the thing, what I'm thinking. Um, how much do you dislike your neighbours? <laughs> here's the thing. There is near Hull Cold War era bunker, which has been turned into a museum, right? Okay. They have one of these sirens as well as a bigger one, like a really big one. Okay. They have to tell the police when they're thinking of operating it. Oh, because yeah, it's illegal so. to operate one. Yeah, just just so. It's, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's illegal, but I just think it's... Just in case somebody rings the police and says, there's an air raid siren, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> it's happening uh. again. <laughs> so I've always assumed the nuclear option when you have a flatmate is to start doing bagpipe practice at 3am. Yeah. But... Nick, you've you've invented the counter, the one up on that. Yeah, honestly, it's, not not it's just get an air raid siren. That's collection of air raid sirens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh yeah, oh. My, my my friends are coming around. We're going to have a late night air raid siren party, <laughs> where we get drunk and operate air raid sirens. Oh, oh that that sounds like an evening. <laughs> you know what? Okay, this is definitely too soon in our careers to try this, but fire festival started somewhere. Burning Man started somewhere. Let's just get in a field with some air raid sirens. Oh, <laughs> Middle siren of nowhere. Fest. Where no one can get upset. Siren fest. Yes. Just <laughs> crank out those air raid sirens. So, you joke, right? But that is something oh, no. I would genuinely be interested oh, right. in. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me that was a thing. <laughs> no, it's, well, I mean, there's enthusiasts out there for all sorts of stuff. So, there is okay. probably... In fact, there is. There's a guy in America who uh, who buys and preserves old sirens, like tornado sirens and air raid sirens and all sorts of stuff. So there is probably a market out there for it. Mm. In in the true spirit, can we get a load of like pirates and just tie them to a rock or a mast yeah. or something in the middle yeah, we, of the field? Yeah, we need lusty maidens sat on rocks, tempting men to With jump air onto air rocks. Sirens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or like a crank one. Yeah. A klaxon. Oh. <laughs> well, I op- I've also opened my Gmail, and I've got a Quora email right here. Okay. Oh, yeah. And one of the questions within that Quora email... I feel it's something we can talk on authoritatively. If someone attacked a British person in the street, how would they defend themselves? They can't shoot them. Oh, get with, imaginative. With our, with our fists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with our fists. Yeah. <laughs> or our face, or our keys, or yeah. our boots, or our teeth, or the... We've got a system, don't worry. Our razor-sharp we, wit. We can't shoot you, but we'll, we'll, we won't go yeah. down easy enough for you to not regret it. <laughs> so, there's something Americans don't know about the British. Most of us can cast the spell Vicious Mockery. <laughs> <laughs> Which does 1d4 psychic damage and a disadvantage on wisdom saves for the next turn. I mean, to be fair... Which honestly, usually better than a gun. For all those who can't cast Vicious Mockery, um, they just carry a knife. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, there's a lot Cowards. of people out there who carry knives. Mm-hmm. I've got another one here. Let's see if there's anything good. What would happen if I downed a pint of vodka like a shot? <laughs> Do it and right back. Up. If if you want to do that, don't. But <laughs> <laughs> if you have done that and want to share your experience, why not write in? Yeah, and totally your email. That time I absolutely tanked a pint of vodka. <laughs> exactly. At the forecast at gmail.com. Yep. Or you can message us on Tumblr. Possibly Twitter. Don't really check it anymore. But also Instagram, because we're on Instagram now. Oh, are we? May as well get that in while we're here. Uh, you can follow us at fanfics and chill at Instagram because the shipping forecast was already taken and I couldn't think of a funny variation. <laughs> so yeah, only started it today. So have you have you done a stalk of who's got our title? I haven't. It's probably the BBC. Yeah, to it be is fair. probably the BBC shipping forecast. <laughs> let's let's have a look. <laughs> Who is the shipping forecast on Instagram? I'd laugh if it was an imposter. <laughs> if we're being impersonated yeah an, yeah. an instabot for a podcast with uh, listeners in the low hundreds hey, we, we ain't nothing yeah no, I know we ain't nothing but low hundreds is probably uh, a good estimation uh, there's a 
venue in Liverpool called The Shipping Forecast. Ah! I'll... There's also a band called The Shipping Forecast. They've got the underscore version. Do you know what? If we ever get big enough to organise these sort of things, we could have the Another Shipping Forecast. Another hipster band. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the Shipping, shipping Forecast, forecast meetup. Yeah, the Shipping Forecast featuring the Shipping Forecast at the Shipping Forecast. There are and several the bands. And shows up just like, <laughs> who are you, hacks? Oh, hello. There is a Shipping Forecast. There's us on Instagram. Is there? Shipping four with a four and a... Did I set that up Did and forget? Did you set that right? I'm just going to go on my, on my... No posts, <laughs> no followers, no one's following them. Right, I'm going to message them from Fanfix and Chill and ask the important question, are you me? And if I receive <laughs> a, an email from somewhere else, then we'll know I've, I've fucked up and have set up two. And I can probably figure out the password if I try hard enough. The shipping forecast. For the number four. Is it just shipping forecast? It's got our logo on it. You'll know it. Uh, accounts. Here we go. I'm just going to message them saying, Hi. I'm, well, first of all, I'm going to follow them. Then I'm going to message. Here we go. Three intrepid half-wits no one asked for venture into the cultural abyss we know as fanfiction. What will they find? Tune in to find out. That sounds like something you would write, Nick. I absolutely have not set up a shipping forecast Instagram. I don't think I have. I have two Instagram accounts. One is my own. Uh, one is for um, a charity rally I did, like, three years ago, which I never, ever check anymore. Okay, I've DM'd them. Uh, let's see what happens, I guess. <laughs> if you run a fan Instagram account of our show, thanks, but c can we have it, please? <laughs> I'd just hang on a second. Um, could it be Holly? Could be. Our ex-social media manager. Well, <laughs> we'll find out. Or Red Ribbon Rights, our current social media manager. I, I would appreciate it if they told me, if they did. Well, yeah, but... I mean, Holly yeah. may have done and just, I forgot, but <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> cool. That's a mystery for another time. <laughs> Join oh, us man. next time when we find out who is running our other Instagram account. <laughs> well, nobody, considering there's no posts, no followers. Yeah, but they've, <laughs> they've, ga they've grabbed it. Oh, it's possible man. I did it. I, I think you probably yeah I think you probably have yeah. maybe it's someone we fucked off and they just went fuck <laughs> yeah you can't have it <laughs> well, well if I get a reply to that message during this episode I will talk about it mm. I did have a work story I'm not sure if I want to tell it on the show how about you tell it and then I'm going to tell afterwards. it to you guys and then yeah if it's if it's bad I won't it, it's a teeny bit dark but so, I have volunteered myself for something at work. Okay. I'm a, I'm now a well-being champion. Oh, God. I know. It's, it's all corporate rainbows and sunshine and trying to motivate people into being happy. I signed up because I figured I'd rather it be someone like me doing it than someone who is, like, a true believer in rainbows and sunshine. No, I figure honestly, if it's someone like me, I might be able to do some good with it. Yeah, honestly, I would. If if I was complaining about my job, I would um, I would appreciate it if uh, my complaints were acknowledged. Like, yeah, it is mm -hmm. a shit job. I understand. We're all in it together. Exactly. Yeah, that's, I'd want that's... a bit of fuck knowing about my problems. Problem? It's an opportunity. You know that sort of thing. Have you tried going into the office three times a day and maybe doing yoga? Yeah. yeah. Taking that kind walk. of which is going what outside. I'm not going to say. Yeah. yeah. 
despite that being what all the guidance is telling me I should do. Um, we set up a, a little forum on Microsoft Teams for those who don't work remotely in a corporate job. Uh, Teams is like, it's a bit like Discord, but corporate. Yeah. Uh, so we've got our own little Teams server. It's called the Wellbeing Server. We put everyone from our department in there, and it was just going to be where you can post jokes and lighthearted things and ask questions that aren't necessarily work-related. You know, just somewhere fun yeah. to have. And we started that on Wednesday, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to post some pictures of the cute cat that keeps visiting my house. I figured that's a great little starting point, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a woman at our work. I won't name her, but she... But you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> you know what you did. She decided the best thing to post in the well-being section was videos of all... Sorry, pictures of all the dead animals her cat has brought in. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there was just a dead rabbit in the replies. Of like, yeah, I've got a cat that visits me. Here, look what it brought me. And it's like, dead mouse, dead rabbit. I think the cat won the fight, lol. Oh, God. Uh, it was on do for one day. Do they actually have a cat? Or are they it's a, it's cat a cat that to... brings in dead animals to their house. Oh, so it's not actually their cat. No, it's just a random ginger that brings in. Brought okay, a whole so... dead rabbit. I feel like you've stumbled across a dog person who hates yeah, cats. Yeah, that's the impression I've got. Yeah. When we asked her to remove it, her response was just lol. That's not... She's she's the fucking worst. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, you you don't go to work to... I mm-hmm. mean, the, the thing is, yeah, I, I understand that sometimes these well-being things have limited value. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know... I can imagine clocking into it the very first time. It's like, oh, I'll give it a chance, and then all of a sudden, give it a go, and then, yeah, (laughs) yeah, there's a dead animal. Like, (laughs) I had, I made the case to the other well-being champions that we shouldn't be putting any restrictions on what can and can't be said in there. Yeah, like before we started, I was like, I'm firmly in. This should be an anything goes chat where you can just make any dark jokes you want, and day one. They pulled you up. Day one, animal gore. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so yeah, that fucked me off. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, that's that's what I wrote down. Yeah. I, yeah. Especially This at is work. why I can't have nice things. <laughs> <sighs> Moving off personal details, we have any other stories we want to tell before we get into Fire Emblem? Oh, I... <sighs> I'll be I'll be honest I have uh, I have very few joyless uh, stories from the past month. That's uh, fair. I have very few joyful stories from the past month. We we should add Nick has not read a fic for this episode. Uh we're not yelling at him for not doing the homework. It's been a hell of a week, several weeks. So Well, that's um, okay. In my defense, I did read a fic. I'm not going to mention it here because I don't want to uh, taint anyone's sort of uh Mm-hmm. Perception of the author. It was absolutely nothing to do with the author. It's just been, uh, it's been a crazy month. Uh, put it that way. Lots of uh, mm-hmm. terrible, awful things have been happening, and yeah, I wouldn't the, worry about it. Yeah, for the purpose for the purposes of this episode, I did not read a fic. 
I read the fic and it was good, so if any authors out there are wondering and thinking, oh, well, maybe it was bad, no. Uh, yeah, just been a shit time. Yeah, it was it was good, but I don't feel like I could do it justice. So, yeah. Understood. Especially since you've not played Fire Emblem. Mm, that too. But maybe you should. Yeah, maybe I should. Mm-hmm. There's a demo on the Switch. Hmm. Uh, any other bands? We've been told to do more banter. Is there anything you, else you guys want to say? No, I don't know. I don't think you can force these things, mate. No, I know we can't. I just figured, are there any other funny stories? Probably not. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sat here with my grow tent on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did mention in Fanfix and Chill we'd talk about the grow tent. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically, I can't remember what episode I, I mentioned it. Probably close to my birthday. Um, so if you go around and listen to the episodes in May, then, uh, you know, it's May, June, it'll probably be on there. Mm-hmm. But um, I have this clothes dryer, and it is basically a temporary wardrobe with a fan heater underneath it. One of the consequences of my shit month is that I got behind on the laundry. And I thought, brilliant, I'll, I'll do it today. I, uh, I came home from my girlfriends, and I thought, right, what I'll do, I will have a spring clean, and I will do my laundry. I forgot to put the first load in to dry, so now I'm sat here with it on, because otherwise I won't have any work shirts for tomorrow. Makes sense. Hopefully they won't be smelling of weed on the way out. Hello? I thought I was... Fu- was I that unfunny that you guys just don't want to... T- yeah, good one. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> I just had to... It, it my- was so unfunny. <laughs> I just made a joke of just silence. <laughs> I just had to mute myself to cough up a lung. I'm oh, I see. Sorry. Okay. No, that's fine. It, it triggered all my insecurities that maybe you've been humouring me the entire time. And now the meter has run out of whatever my mother pays you guys to talk to me. Oh, and I'm... pretend I'm funny. Yeah, we're just, we're just pinging just, her request. Just hold, <laughs> put hold another on. 50 quid in. He's making a weed joke. Just hold on a second. Let me check my PayPal. Oh, no, don't worry, Jim. Don't worry. Oh, you know, we, that's, that's we would, good. Uh, we would never do that. <laughs> That's me, 50 quid richer. So, uh, we were asked a question, actually. Okay. Uh, from one of our listeners. Who out of all of you would be game enough to fix a printer? I've done it loads of times. Oh, well, okay, there's the answer. There's the answer, <laughs> it's great. What do, you, what do you mean? What? What? Actually, maybe now I need to ask more about the depth of this question. No, that, that's all the question was. <laughs> would be game enough to fix a printer? Yep. Grace, if you go to our Ask Us Anything tab on our Discord... As a reminder, listeners, I mean, we have a Discord. Uh, you can join us. It's a pound a month. Yep. Well, I mean, when it comes to printers, like it's a dark magic. I'm not saying it I is. can get it to work, but I can, I can fucking threaten it and level it with an equal <laughs> amount of dark energy that it'll obey my commands. Is what okay. I'm saying. I have no like mechanical experience. I hit it. I stare at it. I push some buttons, and it relents. Hmm. So, so my my prediction my prediction was going to be Grace wouldn't touch it because it's dark magic. I wouldn't touch it because it's dark magic. Despite normally being the tech guy who fixes computers, mm. I refuse to touch a printer. Nick is going to hit it with a hammer until it breaks or works. Ah, well. Um, so I have a three-step strategy when it comes to printers. Okay. Okay. Number one, clean the insides. Oh, Right. okay. Number two, replace the ink cartridges. Mm-hmm. Number three, accidentally knock the printer off the desk so it smashes to bits and the company has to buy you a new one. Oh, you're doing it with a work printer, even better. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's my uh, three-step strategy. But yeah, um, printers, they are... Um, actually, to be fair, I did, uh, I did fix one once. Like, once a printer wasn't working properly and I made it work. Okay. And, uh, like, basically, it wasn't picking paper up. It had stopped picking paper up. And I noticed that there was, like, a, a little smooth pad which went under the roller that picked the paper up. And anyway, that pad had worn through. So all I did was I got a piece of sellotape and I put it over where the pad had worn oh, through. Oh, shit. And it worked perfectly. Hmm. I, I'm in awe. You've fixed a printer. Yeah, like, past manager was like, oh, we'll have to get a technician out. And I'm like, no, no, let, let me just have a look first. And I sort of worked out what he was doing. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder. Piece of sellotape, off it went again. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Nick is a wizard. I, I didn't have to throw it across the uh, the parts department. <laughs> I'm I'm in awe. Crash. Oops, it's happened again. I, yeah. Like, even the most technical people I know don't touch printers, but you've done it. <laughs> I'm amazed we got you here, the smartest man alive. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> the thing is... Shouldn't if, you be hosting a Mensa podcast or something? The thing is, if I had to be internet famous... Um, so there are now two things I could be <laughs> internet famous for. One of them is fixing a printer. The other one is fucking a dragon. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, wanting, wanting to fuck a dragon. <laughs> so, like, if, if I get famous for the internet, uh, for the guy who fixes printers, then that's fine with me. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. We should probably talk about some fix before we get too off on that one. Fair enough. Let me pick up my secondary reading device. <laughs> Your secondary reading device? Yes, my phone. What? What's your primary reading device? Uh, my computer. Huh. Okay. I mean, we're talking to a, like, a shock from the guy who has, like, what, two, three screens <laughs> on one desk? That's not that oh, weird. Secondary reading <laughs> device. Yes, it is. It's not. Most people just have one No, monitor. two screens is fairly normal. No, it's not. So Really? Really? Grace, you would understand if you had two screens. Yep. You can't go back to one. Oh, yeah. I know, right? See? What the fuck? <laughs> I can't tell if Nick was being sarcastic there. No, no, but... no, I, I'm absolutely not. Like, Okay, uh, thank you. When I got to my current place, uh, nobody used dual screens. And I... Wow. I've used dual screens for years now. And I sat down yeah. in front of my computer, and I tried using it, and uh, it got to, like, two weeks down the line, and I said to my parts manager, I can't take it anymore. Am I need I, another screen. <laughs> am I okay to look in the back and see if I can cobble together another screen for my um, for my PC? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I went into the parts department, went upstairs where all the shit stumped from the other departments, found a screen and an adapter, and now I have two screens. Yeah. And, like, th this was when my parts supervisor lost his rag and punched his, right? <laughs> Cracked okay. it, went off with uh, with stress-related things, and when they came back, they were like, can he have your screen? And I'm like, no, I would rather die. <laughs> I need to. Find him another one. Do you want my productivity to drop through the floor? So we just got you a second. Yeah, that's that's it. So, Legend. So basically, rather than take my screen, uh, they went over to the showroom and found another one. Has it, has it caught on? You sound like a fucking petulant child. <laughs> But I like your child. No. Nick is right. Two screens is life. Yeah, absolutely. But you'd have two things that have the same thing on each screen. No, no, you have two different things on the screens. Yeah. What? You have, like, 
a spreadsheet on one and the internet on the other, yeah, usually. That's usually what I do. That's just two different computers, isn't no, it? No, no. So, yeah, you have... You can make it so it's like one large screen, so you can have two things on each one. So if you just have very small windows on each, you'd technically not but need a But then you've got screen. tiny windows. Yeah. I have good eyes. <laughs> well, la-dee-da. Okay. I Would you rather I'm have to rely... Fucking have blind. It's better just to have two big ones. It is. Right. Yeah. If you can. And that's why I'm talking about Hilda today. Two big ones. Hey! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. But, um... Oh, dear. Sorry, it's actually Grace up first. Grace, what have you been reading? That's an excellent question. I've been so distracted by all the bullshit this today. I swear, Grace, get two screens, you won't be able to go back. Yep. Well, I've got one screen that's a touch screen, and that's fine. Two is better. <laughs> Silence. That's why God gave us two eyes to look at two separate monitors. No, it's not. It's- I've actually got three, to be fair. Uh, I could do with three. Because it's a laptop plugged into two monitors, so I've got one little one for my emails, and I've got one for spreadsheets, and one for the internet. Yeah, I, I could do with three. If um if the mm. parts department lets me wall mount a screen, good, then I will have three. Mm. Oh, if we talk about wall mount, I've got four, because there's one plugged into like a separate <laughs> laptop. I use that to play YouTube videos, so I don't. it's not part of the work setup, technically. Uh, but... sure. Before our audience... <laughs> Is bored I'm to sorry. Death. I would like to introduce you to brackets almost brackets completely cliche Thank by you some for out sailor. Of being boring about our computers. Yeah. Right. Let me get this. All right. Come on, nerds. Heard you up. Grace, you're <laughs> becoming a main nerd herder on this show. Like no, the last episode, you. I'm getting. I'm getting my fic out of the okay. way. Because it deserves respect. Fair. <laughs> it does, as do most fics. Um, I can't help but notice you told us this was a short one. Uh, it is 10,000 words. Well, my summary of it is a okay. short one. Because I don't want to spoil too much. But I will be spoiling okay. it. <laughs> so if you if you do not want to know how this ends, do not listen to the end. And I'll give you a little yeah, bit we'll of a Yeah, we'll do like a spoiler slip. I'll put it in the show notes as well for what timestamp to go to. Okay, because this, ladies and gentlemen, has a twist. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I was throughout trying to guess what the hell this twist is, and I got to it. And went, oh fuck. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna say, Felix is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not right. Oh. <laughs> Sylvain is a ghost. Sylvain no. kills Dumbledore. Sylvain kills Dumbledore. No. Fucking stop. Felix is sent. Hilda's a ghost. <laughs> Felix loves up. Hilda, but then he's sent this... to Turbo Hell. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is a Felix slash Sylvain uh, fic. And um, some of the tags are quite fantastic. Uh, and it's a coffee shop AU. Also, it says, yes, yes babes. babes, it's a coffee shop hey. AU. <laughs> with a We're twist. Winky ah. face. They only serve tea. There's your twist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's uh, already um, crossed off the list before we start because he orders a coffee. So sorry, mate. It's not that. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Summary. The flirty barista won't stop trying to get Felix's attention every time he comes into the coffee shop. Felix feels like his life is turning into a terrible mm. oh, fan fiction. It's a simulation. It's a, a fanfic simulation. Except there's a... That's the shush, except there's a twist to this fan fiction he would never see coming in a million okay. years. Intriguing. Felix is in the Matrix, that's why. <laughs> it's like a coffee shop AU Matrix. <laughs> Stop it. It's not. Fe- oh, I'm going to read a bit of a verbatim okay. because like, it's, it sets the scene mm-hmm. quite nicely. So, Felix is a very simple man, and it's quite humorous. <clears throat> Felix is a very simple man with simple needs. Not that he considers being simple and salt, though. His daily routine involves four things. Get a coffee, go to class, go to the gym, go home. It's straightforward, entails no unnecessary distractions, and it's helped him keep a rock-solid grip on reality for the three years he's been stuck in the punishment that is university. Honestly, yeah, fair enough. Mood. I can, I can see, yeah, this is what I thought Matrix mm-hmm. shit mm. from that. Because the whole whole thing, I have been trying to guess what the twist is, but like not skipping okay. to the end. So, <clears throat> he, so he's friends with Annette in this, and she's like, bro, get out more, make more friends. And Felix is like, eh, I've got two friends, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just like, no. <laughs> Although, maybe he'd admitted one time that there was something he felt was missing. But it was in a moment of weakness when he had a little too much to drink and spent a little too much time reflecting or questioning what the point of higher education <laughs> even was. That's a mood. <laughs> I can't relate. So me and Nick are yeah, laughing Yeah, I, I never will. I mean, I mean we're not, but... <laughs> it's, it's not that big a money gap, to be honest. Like, I'm paying like the minimum of my oh, student right. loan, and it's... It's not much in the grand scheme of things. Which is fair enough. You should. Ed- okay, I'm laughing in depth. Education <laughs> should be free. Amen. Hmm. Yes. If it were free and I didn't have to pay it all back, I'd have gone. You don't have to pay it all back in the UK? Uh, they've bumped it up, so you might as well do. Okay. So. The, yeah, it's, it's gone up a oh. lot. <laughs> the thought. Okay, sorry. The thought had been fleeting anyway, and he didn't want to dwell on it. Let's it actually evolved into something that you couldn't control. Bless him. <laughs> so one day he groggily wanders into his usual coffee shop, gets a plain black coffee, because of course he drinks yeah, he's matches his aesthetic. <laughs> Fucking Felix. I, I feel called out. That's <laughs> he's got a name. Felix is his name. Oh, Nick, I'm sorry God. you're not Felix. You don't have the man bun. <laughs> no, I'm I'd like I'm literally not. It's, you grew out of but being Felix. I don't drink coffee for Felix taste. Okay. Nick lacks taste. You heard it here first. I mean, we all knew that. <laughs> but okay, so well, it's a, it's a coffee shop AU, so like, of course, the coffees match the people, <laughs> right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> and then comes a, can I take a next in line? And the way two chipper voice snaps him out of his thoughts, and he jerks his head towards the cashier. They lock eyes, and for some reason, there's a deep ache that takes root in his chest. Oh dear. Right? Yeah, boy. Cue our sunny lad behind the counter making the coffee. It's Sylvain! The happiest boy in the Blue Lions route, to be honest. Because it is a deeply depressing (laughs) route. Everyone's emo. And then there's Sylvain, who is the ladies' man. (laughs) And then there's Mm -hmm. Sylvain. Oh, God's sake. Yeah, he's he's too fluffy for that route. I've seen, like, everyone else's bullshit, and I'm just like, oh, Sylvain, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh, they need Sylvain. 
So Felix sees him and instantly he's like thinking, wow, he's gorgeous, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he just goes, do I know you from somewhere? And the cashier says, oh, hey there, what can I get you started for? No, I, I don't think we've ever met before. Besides, suddenly dropping his very slow, bordering all sultry. I definitely remember a cute face like yours. Haha, <laughs> get in there, Sylvain. <laughs> so forward. Oh, Sylvain. <laughs> oh, this is restrained for Sylvain. Ah, uh, I see. But dramatic smiles aside, Felix feels his face burn as he realises that the cashier has definitely just hit on him. <laughs> I like there's Wait. like a little error code um, came up on him. We've all been there, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And I, and I like this. And subsequently, he has just set in motion the terrible fan fiction scenario oh, he no. was imagining moments prior. <laughs> A coffee ship, a coffee shop AU. If he remembers Bernadette's rambling correctly, <laughs> this is what is close to becoming. See, what, is, what I find funny is that he's like, oh yeah, it's through Bernadetta, and it's like, I'm pretty sure this guy has just mm. read some himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, Felix, I'm not buying it. I know you read fan fiction. Bernadette definitely writes fan fiction. <laughs> is that your canon? Oh. Is that your personal canon? No, but it's it may as well be canon to the. How oh, is it? the game like she spends all day in room in her room being shy and not talking to anyone she is absolutely a fic writer oh 100 percent. or she's wanking don't or she's she's don't trust the quiet she's plotting yaoi that's all we know (laughs) but she's definitely plotting yaoi (laughs) yaoi is imminent she writes on the last page (laughs) (laughs) oh god oh god Uh, yaoi imminent (laughs) Either way, so this is where I was like, okay, this must be like a fourth wall thick or something. Maybe maybe that's yeah. what it is. Maybe that's the twist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Felix continues to compare his life to like a stereotypical fan fiction in this fic because I think it's just because he's exposed to so much of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Felix has a small crisis as he's handed his receipt uh, with Sylvain's phone number on it. Ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> but he doesn't text him. He he's not going down that easily, but he's going to like, he's going to the coffee shop to get his coffee. That's it. And yeah, Felix's life gets more difficult each time he goes in because the other is always like a terrible pickup line ready for him that he says out loud to everyone, <laughs> like to him, but in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And like. Felix is like dying inside every time. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a week now. He still hasn't texted him. And Sylvain is like, maybe I should rewrite my number for you. And Felix responds with, "How did you know my name?" And the man, and he blinks because oh sorry, fuck, I didn't mention that in my notes. But he, when he was given the coffee cup, he was like, "A drink for Felix." Uh, he never actually gave his name to the cashier. Oh. He never gave his name. I see. And so he's just like, how do you know my name? And he blinks. And I'm just thinking, oh, maybe it's a stalker. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's just like, I saw it on your card, babe. I think he's just had it up to him with this bastard. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Fucking dick. <laughs> what a dick. In the end, he re- he relents, provides, provided Sylvain stops embarrassing him in public, he's going to text him, right? So they've got each other's numbers and shit now. Yeah? Hey. It, it, it has progressed. Okay. So awkward, mm-hmm. it's so sweet. 
<laughs> so he knows he should be like a bit suspicious and we'll go into this a bit later but he gets over it enough and it sort of gets swept under the carpet the sort of thing and there's like a small time skip because if you really want to enjoy it properly read the fic people weird things start happening with Sylvain so I am doing a big skip because there's like stuff in between right so is this the point to say stop listening if you don't want spoilers um no, I'm going to carry on with okay. the weird shit Sylvain's doing, and then okay, okay. I'll leave it there, and so you can kind of wonder what, what's going on. So, Felix is applying his fanfiction knowledge to the situation. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it works in real life? I, 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 I'm starting to think our boy just hasn't got much relationship experience outside of fanfiction at this point. Oh no! Uh, wait, wait till he finds out Notting isn't real. Oh bless him! <laughs> <laughs> he thinks the relationship has like plateaued, and the texts are less regular, and the banter is becoming weird. Um, so he's he's sort of thinking, oh yeah, a lot of things like this happen in fan fiction. There's going to be like a weird dip, and then it's going to get bad, and it's going to get good again. And he's sort of like expecting it, right? <laughs> Just the other I, day, okay. Felix had told him he was going to the gym, a uh, regular normal person response would have been that sounds great i'll talk to you later sylvain's response was to ask felix if you'd ever consider taking a fencing class fencing okay i oh. mean in game Odd. felix mm-hmm. is your is, he's the sword, he's man. sword lad he studied mm-hmm. the blade and nothing else <laughs> yeah. okay so it's just like okay that's a and he finds it strange and you know it's, it's not the they've never gone over it before so it's a bit weird but yeah, whatever uh, it never really crossed his mind in the 21 years he'd been alive he'd hazard a guess that not many others think about it either much less Sylvain himself considering he's never brought up sports in any capacity before it was bizarre but Sylvain wasn't exactly the most normal of people so he chalked it up to just another old quirk two days okay. later Sylvain decides to turn up the dial from bizarre to completely insane. Right? Oh god. Right? Because Sylvain's question was about whether Glenn uh Felix's uh I think that's his brother. I think that yeah, it's his older brother was deceased or not? Uh now I'm at the stage where I don't know where this fic is going. Is it stalk shit? I've got a theory. Is Sylvain losing his mind? Like is he okay? And then Felix goes into the shop and it turns out Sylvain has changed his shift so he won't see him anymore as a part of his routine. Oh. Okay, yeah, things are getting weird. Yeah, things are getting mm. weird, right? But Felix goes back on the old uh, fanfiction logic. <clears throat> You'll like this. Felix is not some stereotypical character that just submits to whatever stupid tropes the author decides to put in. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderfully self-aware, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a real living being with real emotions and real decisional-making skills. He doesn't need to follow some hackneyed... Hackneyed? It is hackneyed. Hackneyed. Hackneyed yeah. plot riddled with enough angst to fill an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there were other people out there who ate that shit up. Maybe there were others who would have loved to see him suffer. Would have loved to see the slow burn and be as sad about his life as he could have been. (laughs) But Felix Hugo Faldreus 
has never given others the time of day and he's not about to start now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's so funny. I love oh, I love Felix in this. Bless him. It's okay. fairly accurate to his attitude as well. He's very no-nonsense. But the fan fiction bit just makes it funnier. So, oh, that, yeah. so anyone got any sort of guesses where this might I go? I have guesses. Um, is it at this point we should say, if you don't want to hear about the twists, now is the time to skip ahead? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Do not cool. listen any further. Read it yourself. If you check the show notes, uh, you'll see where we talk about the next fic. That's probably where you should go. Yep. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> I think Sylvain has memories from Fire Emblem. Uh. He's possibly travelled from the Fire Emblem dimension oh. to find a Felix. Like Maybe parallel. Felix died in the Fire Emblem dimension and oh. he's come here to find a new Felix. Oh, wow. To bang. That's my theory. Parallel dimension boyfriend. Yeah. Nick? Huh. Okay. I think... It's maybe like an Inigo Mon- Monotoya situation. <laughs> you killed my father, prepared to die. <laughs> yeah, he's like uh, I-, I reckon that um, you know Sylvain has spent ages trying to find this guy, and he's he's trying to get close enough to to knife him in the back. Maybe this is a romance, Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it, yeah, it would I suppose... be a twist. It would be a t- actually, it yeah, would be it a would twist. be a, it would be a good twist. Okay, backup theory. If I'm wrong, one of them's a werewolf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When in doubt, <laughs> Grace, rev- tell us what's happened. Are we even slightly close? Uh, no. Oh. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say parallel universe is correct. I wouldn't say werewolves are correct. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't say, uh, in. <laughs> Inigo the Princess Montoya. Bride is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Princess Bride is always correct if you're going to pick an option for mm. films. I mean, what that's... what even is that trope of the you killed my father, Professor Duck, or just revenge? Point out. Yeah. Revenge. I guess so. So, I suppose it would be sort of more stalkery. I suppose it would be like if um, Felix lost his memories and and Sylvain hadn't lost, oh, shit. I, lost I a grudge. Head. Oh, you know now. Sorry, carry on. I don't. I don't know all the. I don't know all the details. Okay. Carry on, Grace. So, feels weird to see you here and not ask for an order. It's an attempt to lighten the mood, and Felix isn't here for it. You've been hiding something from me. Sylvain's eyes widen briefly, then squint in tired confusion. Felix, I don't know what this is about. You knew my name before I even told you. I said I saw it on your card. Remember, the card used that day still had my dead name on it. I got mm. a new one the very next week, so it wasn't even his fucking name on the card. All these years later, you really are still the same. Oh, that. <gasps> dun dun dun. Felix. Oh. Uh, yeah, Felix. I'm. I'm going to ask you something. Please know that I'm being completely serious when I ask you this. I'm. Not trying to make you upset or trick you, okay? Firstly, do the phrases Saint Serios and the Holy Kingdom of Fergus mean Saint anything? Saint Serios is, yeah. Seros and Fergus? Seros. Kingdom of Fergus is where the blue lines are from. Yeah. Fergus. <laughs> Fergus. Sorry. sorry. Mean anything... I, I can't... I'm sorry, I dampened the mood with that. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm just mean trying to find to where you. we are. 
Felix starts to get a headache and something starts blurring at the edges of his memory. Right? I found it, yeah. Felix, do you believe in reincarnation? Aha! Oh, shit, okay. I was on to something. It's a reincarnation fake. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> yeah, that's the okay. twist. The twist, bro. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, I should have known. Should have known. I've been on this site so long. All mm. the tropes and, yeah, reincarnation completely got me. Okay, I wasn't so, far off with the dimensions. Y mm, you are, because they didn't, like, hop across the uh, picture yeah, again fair in enough. real life. This is, like, in the history of the world, like, sort of thing. Got you. So Vane tells him about their past life and how they grew up together and fought side by side and promised to die together, only that Felix lost his life in an ambush while Sylvain lived on. Man, I was ripped up, I'm a bit not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, oh. And it all flashes before Felix's eyes. Uh, he finally remembers. Oh, shit. And, you know, we, we get a happy ending. Like, they go, oh, Sylvain, oh, Felix. It's like, And they're reunited again. And, like, there we go. Years of longing and reincarnation. And fate has brought them back together. And it all ends well. Hmm. A lovely, a lovely surprisingly twisty fic with a happy ending so i was quite pleased good twist. Like, yeah that it, was let's a bring twist. this to the table yeah really good i was really pleased with it like, did not see any of that coming no not at all yeah there's a lot there's a lot of good dialogue in this that i've skipped out because obviously i want people to read mm -hmm. it for themselves and it wouldn't be fair to the author to just read the whole thing out bit of a discredit so yes absolutely very good had I me approve. going lots of red herrings mm. yeah so, in the actual game, they don't get married, needless to say. But there is a lot of talk about... Uh, neither, they're competing to see who isn't going to die first. I guess is the best way to phrase that. Ah, uh, I see. Oh, I it's thought kind it was... Like... It's, like your, it's like Achilles and uh, Patroclus. Yeah. It's... It, they've got that kind of dynamic. It's like in Legolas the end credits, it said that yeah. um, they were going to... They died to get on the same day. Yeah, that that's... I think that's in the game. It is in the game. I read oh. it. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I can believe it. Hopefully they'll get to die on the same day in this you <laughs> this coffee shop AU <laughs> instead. Hopefully they they don't die on the battlefield and instead live a ha a fairly happy life. Yeah, a long and happy life and Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that. This is a good pick. Yeah, it was good fun. Mm. Thank you, Sunflower Sunflower Sailor, for putting this to uh to text. Did you <laughs> Did anyone have an inkling of reincarnation? Did you? Are you satisfied with was... reincarnation being the answer? Oh yeah, no, it's it's a good thing. I my suspicions arose when Sylvain knew about fencing. Oh like, yeah. From there, I was like, okay, it's pretty clear Sylvain has his memories, and Felix yeah, doesn't. Yeah. So what's going on? Mm. That's why I thought dimensions. Yeah, that that the was reincarnation makes sense. Yeah, it it does. It was um, it was good fun. Definitely didn't see it coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I do like a good twist. It it was the bit in. Uh, it had the same effect on me as the bit in Shawshank Redemption. Um, you know when the uh, when, when the poster goes through. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, by the way, for those who haven't seen the Shawshank. Redemption. Spoilers for Shawshank Redemption, which I've not actually seen. So, oh, it's it's good. Technically, spoilers for me, but it, it's not. It's one of those films I I know enough about through osmosis that like you can't really spoil it for me. Yeah, like this, the Sixth Sense. 
the as we know, Three Kingdoms and Shawshank Redemption very similar fandom. Follow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure they'd have already watched it, Nick. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. To be fair, we keep spoiling the film Ghost, so it's as a recurring thing on our show. Yeah, we I do. feel like no one watches Ghost. I, like, I've I mean, still not people, seen Ghost. I've not seen it. Everyone talks about it, and then we it's should like, probably do a special <laughs> episode where we sit down and watch Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> do like do like a review of the film, like a. A rewatch show, but for ghosts. Yeah, everyone tells that. me that Patrick Swayze was a handsome man, and I don't actually yeah. know what he looks like. And okay, I let's... suspect he's not going to be handsome. He's a fairly handsome dude. Hold on, he he'll be like his era handsome, Let's... or he will end up like okay. uh, let me Benedict Cumberbatch handsome, where he's not really all that. He's just he just plays a just smart di- ass. Yeah, just different. Let's find yeah. him in. Let's find him in ghosts, just so you've got that in particular. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be attracted to him. Let's have a look. Um, um, give me a. You always <laughs> do this. You're like, give me. Where is it, James? You haven't posted it yet. And no, I to... didn't know if you were going to post it or not. I'm going to. I said I was going okay. to. Well, I wasn't listening. Okay, they're going in hot alien smash or pass. This is a picture of Patrick <laughs> Swayze in the promotional uh, shot of Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg. And someone I don't know. Who is... Uh, uh, must, must mention, though, um, Patrick Swayze, not an alien. Yes. Yeah. We just have that channel called that because it started out with the Mass Effect episode. Um, is as he a reminder, the boy band member on the left, or is it the, the guy? Patrick Swayze's the big guy. Ah. Oh, hang on, that's a woman. Yes. <laughs> I just know... <laughs> I, I've seen so many pictures of BTS, the haircut. I go, oh, that's just a that's just a boy band member. Oh no! <laughs> I I maybe I do need my eyes no. tested. Women just look like that in the nineties, Grace. Oh, I'm such. A that's why it's idiot. plausible no. that Jungkook is actually Princess Diana. Oh, for Shut God's up. sake! Back to this. No, he's an all right looking lad. No, yeah. he's all right looking. No, fairly attractive dude. <laughs> right, enough ghost tangents. <laughs> Okay. That was, yeah, something else. So I have been reading Where Is My Werewolf Lover by Jaja Lala. Mm -hmm. This is also an AU. There's kind of a twist, in a sense that there is a twist for the protagonist, but not for us. Yeah, I see. Like, we we will see it coming, I, I assume. You will see it coming a mile away, because this Hilda is an unreliable narrator. She is, I think it's fair to say, the densest character in the room of any room she's in. Okay. Oh, bless her. She... So, we really need to take back the word bimbo, because... Because <laughs> if, if Hilda was male, she'd be a himbo. Yeah. In the sense that she is very buff and very kind, but not very smart. Right, I see. And... But she is a female bim. She's a female himbo, which is different from being the modern definition of bimbo. Do yeah. you understand where I'm coming? Does that make any sense to anyone else? Yeah, the word, the name, uh, bimbos have been sullied. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a bimbo in the purest form. Yes. In the nicest form. Yeah. And I love Hilda. She's my favorite character. She's like lovable idiot kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's she is ultimately a lovable idiot. Um, in this fic, Hilda is on a quest. To find and romance a werewolf. Okay. But why? Because werewolves are hot. 
Is that literally why? Pretty much. <laughs> There's there is more to her reasoning, but we'll get there. Um How long did you say this fic was? Seventy six thousand words. That's why we're not doing this in one sitting. I'm just going to tell you about the bits I liked, and I'm going to encourage you all to read the rest. Fair enough. Our story begins, chapter one, werewolves do be kind of sexy, though. <laughs> uh, this is her reading a were- some. She's she's really into her werewolf erotica. Okay. And this it, our first scene is her reading some werewolf erotica. Would you guys be up to do- for doing this as a quick fanfix and chill? Just this paragraph, or these sets. Yeah, I mean, we can do. Cool. Nick, you're on narration. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. be Fabiano. Fair enough. There's something you should know, Christina Bell. Fabiano confessed in a deep, sultry voice. I'm not who you think I am. I'm a monster. Grace, would you like to be the romance protagonist? Oh my god. <laughs> <coughs> not to me. I immediately countered. You could never be a monster to me. He shook his head. You don't realise. It's not a metaphor. I'm... I'm a werewolf. (laughs) It's not a metaphor. Yeah, it's not a metaphor. I'm a werewolf. (laughs) I love... This is so cheesy. Yeah, it is. I'm so on board. Do you want to do the rest? I can see the cover art. I will do the rest, but I can Mm -hmm. see the cover art of this book, okay? I think I'm going to try and make the cover art to be our thumbnail. Yeah, fair enough. I'll see what we can do. First of all, the author name is bigger than the title. Um, Mm -hmm. It's in big gold letters. The... uh, I reckon the cover will be either a windswept moor or like an interesting stylized desert. Um, no, there's... no, it's going to be black background and just a random object that's relevant. To no, the no, that's plot. that's the modern re- one. That is the modern one. I don't think it's a modern one. I think it's mm. going to be. Oh, I don't know. Windswept more, and in the foreground, there's a woman in an old-style dress, uh, sort of looking what distantly at the horizon while. Okay. Oh, you think it's old-school painting style? Yeah, that's it. Like, like while classic. Um, while you. the man in the big shirt is sort of like got her arms, uh, got his arms round her from behind, mm-hmm. maybe sort of like kissing her neck pipe. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I should add, this book is called *The Beastly Gentleman*. One hundred percent. Oh yeah. Well, no, yeah, it is. On, that, we find the name later on. Well, yeah. I'm on Nick's side here. It's got yeah. Okay. It's, it's they're on the moors. Man's got a billowy shirt. <laughs> Lady's got a her generous bosom heaving out of her fucking tight. Well, it's it's Hilda, Georgian so dress. there's going to be a generous bosom. Man's man's got a tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, 100%. It is that kind of pot boiler. <laughs> do you want to do the rest? Yep, go on. This is the only bit we ever get of the beastly gentleman, by the way. Oh. And that's it. a shame. I yeah. kind of want to read The Beastly Gentleman. It is, 100%. So if anybody out there who has written The Beastly Gentleman, then please write in and we will do a fanfic mm-hmm. and chill of it. Yeah. Looking at you, Jaja Lala. Yep. I gasped, not expecting that. He looked away ashamed, while I remembered all those moments that seemed strange at the time. Him disappearing every full moon, or on random nights, sniffing my hair, the strange way he growled when angry. Yet, despite knowing he turned into some sort of beast, I wasn't deterred. I took a step towards him. Still not a monster. You're just my Fabiano. He looked up, (laughs) cerulean orbs wet. You mean it. With hope in his eyes, he leaned forward and... 
And that's when Hilda's mum knocks on the door and yells, Hilda, you said you cleaned the bathroom an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get to it. Don't rush me. Okay. We've, and that is what Hilda is like. She is a bratty teen and she's really into her werewolves and she hops on her Discord forum and she starts talking about it with everyone. And she's like, do you think werewolves are real? And then someone posts a link about a werewolf attack, a werewolf sighting near her. Fantastic. And incidentally, being the dumbass I am, I clicked on that fake link in this fic, <laughs> despite the Daily Saros not being a real website. <laughs> yeah. It does <laughs> so, look convincing, so... It does, doesn't it? I, I was tapping on it for ages, like, ooh, more, and no. <laughs> So yeah, she um, we get a bit of background. Uh, she actually went. This comes up later. She uh, she lived near Seros for a while. It's mm-hmm. a small town, middle of nowhere in America. Her family took her out of school for a year to do lots of camping, and she learned how to use an axe during that time. Oh, okay. She also met a lovely dog called Dusty. Uh, that was her best friend in the woods. Uh, she tried to take them home, but they seemed too smart and wouldn't go home with her. Hmm. Roughly Labrador-sized. Probably dead now, because it's been 15 years. But who knows? But maybe not. Who? I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she reads an article, Werewolf Sighting, at a local uh, camp, like a summer camp that you can go to, to do camping skills. And what a coincidence, the camp is hiring. They need more female staff to look after the girls' camp. I think this may be connected in some way. Hmm. (laughs) So yeah, she notices they're hiring, and she's like, I'm going to shag a werewolf. (laughs) Go on, Hilda. Go on, Hilda, yeah. (laughs) So she applies for a job. Only, like, job hunting was this exciting. Oh, right. (laughs) Also, imagine showing up to a job interview because they always ask that question of why do you want the job? And you, why do you want to work at McDonald's? I heard you got a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> I hear one of you is a sexy werewolf. Turns to a guy over the grill wearing a, a hairnet all over his body, yeah. flipping pays. I'm here to find out which of you is a werewolf so I can have sex with them. <laughs> You're hired. You're in. Um, so she gets the job. Uh, she is assigned to Golden Deer House. Okay. And uh, Which is the house Hilda is in, in the games. So this is like a, a sort of camping AU, if you want. It's a camping modern AU, yeah. where they run a summer camp. Uh, Claude is in charge of Golden Deer House. There are kids, you don't need to worry about the kids. But they're all kind of instructors. Okay. She's roommates with Marianne. Uh, I've posted pictures in Smash or Pass again, so you've got a f- nice frame of reference for who all these people are, for those of you who've not, yeah, yeah. since you two haven't played it. Uh, the thing about Marianne, um, the reason they're sh- so short-staffed on the women's side is Marianne sometimes leaves at night. She has to go visit her uncle's farm, Ah. and uh, the head of the, the camp has told Claude not to ask about this. He assumes it's some kind of mental health thing. Where, like, whenever she gets too stressed, she has to just sort of go out at night uh, to go visit her uncle's farm. Where, whenever she, um, once she gets over whatever it is she's doing, 
she can then come back. But that's why they're a bit short-staffed. So this is one of those I'm sure it's nothing moments. I'm sure it's nothing, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, so she goes to... Turns out, oh, they're going to be bunkmates, by the way. They're sharing a cabin together. Okay. They're roommates. Marianne and Hilda are going to be roommates oh for a God, bit. They've got they bunk beds roommates. and everything. Hilda meets Marianne. Marianne's kind of shocked to see her at first. Uh, she's like, oh, I didn't realize we were getting someone so soon. Uh, let me find the line. There's a really adorable moment which mirrors one of the social links in the game where Hilda just drops all her books everywhere. Sorry, where Marianne drops all her books everywhere. Because Marianne's very clumsy. Mm. And it's kind of adorable. So she helps her with the books. And uh, Marianne comments on Hilda's smell. Ah, I see. Because Marianne hasn't put any deodorant on. Sorry, Hilda hasn't put any deodorant on. And Marianne's like, oh, you smell. And Hilda's like, oh, sorry, I forgot to put deodorant on. I'm sorry I smell like death. You don't smell like death. And... (laughs) That's yeah. a perfectly normal. You know thing what I mean. Let's say. start filling the shelf in. Yep. <laughs> if you read the tags, Marianne's the werewolf. No, really. It's... I, d- I didn't read the tags, but I did have an. Spoiler alert, the... by the way. Marianne has the same color hair as the dog that um, that Hilda <laughs> met as well. You know who doesn't no. pick up on these clues? Is it Hilda? Yep. It's Hilda. So, after this clear encounter, she's like, I need to find out who the werewolf is. Maybe it's Claude, because he's pretty. <laughs> she hopes so, it's Claude. Yeah, more or less. Like, So, are you familiar with the term uh, compulsory heterosexuality? Uh, no, honestly. Okay, it's one of the tags in this. It's a genre of... Where a character doesn't realise they're gay. Okay. Okay. And yeah. So it's Hilda the... is Hilda's doing her very best not to realise she's gay. So it's the but I'm straight. So it's spaghetti until it gets wet. No, uh, mm. There's a lot of but I'm straight and her not quite clicking. If you guys click the chapter index, I can kind of show you what I mean. Because I think that's probably the best way to look at it. So, the chapter names in this fic are beautiful, by the way. Yeah. So we start off with werewolves. Do be kind of sexy, though. Uh, oh my god, stop fighting over me, guys. I know I'm cute. <laughs> Girl talk. Being gay has nothing to do with me, though. Sorry, being gay has nothing to do with me, though. And then chapter 17, we get... <gasps> Literally nobody could have seen this coming. <laughs> Followed by chapter 8, search, am I gay or not test. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And finally, True Love's Kiss at the very end. Yeah. So, you know roughly where this is going. Yeah, yeah. And it's all very cute. So, the first kind of half of this fic is really just Hilda investigating all of the campers, trying to work out who is the werewolf. So she can go dating Romance with them. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hit on it. Weirdly, through her entire life, Never really been attracted to men. Maybe they're just missing something special, like being a werewolf. Hmm. Is kind of her. That's her mindset throughout this. Oh, okay. So she's um. They're hairy enough. You'd have thought. <laughs> she's yeah. She's discovering yeah. herself. Yeah. Yeah. This whole fic is her kind of realizing that, but also completely missing the most obvious thing that Marianne is the werewolf. <laughs> 
my god. So she meets, first up, after meeting Claude, the next day, she meets uh, Lawrence, hmm. who you've seen has the ugly hair. Yeah, if you look at that photo, he's in the bottom right. Uh, I mean, um, it's a bad haircut. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's like a it's like a bowl cut with extra steps. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. In Hilda's mind, he is flirting with her, but he's just being he's, nice. He's talking about how yes, it's nice to have someone else from the big city because I'm also a posh man from the big city. And Hilda's going, "Hang on, why is someone from the big city who clearly is quite posh and neat? Why are you in a country camp?" Maybe it's because you're a werewolf. Ah, I'm on to you. And um, Lord preserve me. And whenever she flirts with Lawrence, Claude is getting jealous. And of course, Hilda has made the connection. Aha! Both of these men are attracted to me. No, they're attracted to each other, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Hilda has got herself in the middle of a gay couple, and so Claude is actually flirting with Hilda. Yeah. But it's to make Lawrence jealous, so that he will let them be like a public relationship. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because oh, I'm guessing yeah. that beforehand they've just been like sneaking around and. They have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, trying to think who else to tell you about. She's also a bit curious about Ignatz, the one with the green hair. Because mm-hmm. he, he's sort of soft and effeminate. He teaches art at this at this uh, campus. Mm-hmm. She's like, why would he be out here? Maybe he's got a dark side. As in, werewolf. Yeah, soft boy turns hard during yeah. full moon. Exactly. And then she sees Raphael, like the big guy. And she's like, oh, it's it's gotta be him. It's gotta be clearly, him. He's clearly well. <laughs> like his his section in this is Werewolf was Raphael. It has to be. There's no way that man is human. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just the solid just so block big. of muscle. Gotta be the werewolf. Yeah. Um She's also confused by Leone, the redhead. Okay. Because she she has short hair and doesn't do makeup or anything like that. <laughs> And Tomboy must be werewolf. Yeah, she doesn't understand. Oh no, she she does not think Leone's the werewolf at all. Oh, okay. She's convinced only men. It's only possible a man will be the werewolf. <laughs> She's such uh, a dumbass. I know, right? But like in a really endearing way. I'm just trying to find the thing she says. She just observed Leone for a while, sweaty and messy with that embarrassing. Ma- embarrassingly masculine haircut that concerned Hilda. She supposed it was practical, considering how much Leone was moving around and doing things. But she couldn't just have... Couldn't, sorry, but couldn't she just have normal hair and put it in a ponytail or something? <laughs> Hilda had seen some short haircuts in, the, in her day, but this was decidedly unstyled and just kind of there rather than an asset like it should be on a girl. So she, she doesn't accept that this is a stylistic choice. Yeah. It yeah. just wasn't the kind of haircut a girl in a romance novel would have. <laughs> Shut up. She <laughs> vows to address Leone's appearance at some point, because Leone right. seems nice, and it wouldn't do for her to be deprived of love just because she didn't have any cute makeup or accessories yet. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does she get hit? 
Hilda hasn't quite figured out Leone's not into boys. <laughs> not even that. It's just like such a catty. Yeah, it's in Hilda's defense. It's very internalized. Yeah, like she she doesn't. Un- I'm I'm just gonna read you the notes from that um, chapter. Hilda, upon seeing a butch woman, <laughs> that's crazy that she's not trying to be attractive to men. Like there's a lot. Like yeah, it's a lot of work to seduce men, but what else can you do? Lol, I wish I didn't have to be attractive to men, but there's literally no other options. Anyway, I don't know how Leone's going to get a boyfriend at this rate. Also, Hilda, about every single man. Now, I'm not attracted to him, but if I imagine he's secretly a werewolf, then maybe I could be attracted to him. You you see where this is going. Like, it's slowly... She's, oh, for God's sake. she's slowly cracking. Yeah, she's going um, to she's going to end up with the the epiphany. She sure yeah, does. It's like, oh, yeah. Shit, women. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one other chapter I'd like to talk to you guys about briefly. Okay. So I'm up to chapter four. This is trying not to die before I find my werewolf. <laughs> um. So. They've spent the last couple of chapters trying to figure out what Hilda can teach at this school. So, they're trying her out on a bunch of different things, and she's shit at all of them. Like, they try and get her to be the fishing person, but she can't bring herself to put a worm on a hook. Yeah. Um, She tries to take the kids picking mushrooms. She picks so many mushrooms, and she did not read the guide. Half of them are poisonous. They just have to throw them all out. <laughs> because of course. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, do they find anything for her to do? Eventually, yeah. Yeah. But the one that goes worst is swimming. Okay. And I'll describe how well Hilda does this in her own words. Please tell me someone drowns. Technic- <laughs> Technically, Hilda knows how to swim. Well, she knew enough about swimming to justify hanging around in a bathing suit. So she doesn't know how to swim. She doesn't know how to swim. She knows enough that she can just show up, wear something skimpy, and impress boys. But that's it. Right. But there weren't any boys around to impress. She shows Marianne her bikini. Marianne just goes bright red. Maybe she's from, like, a modest community or something. I don't get it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so she she's there in her... Um, how do they describe it? Skimpy two-piece covered in crisscrossing strings. Mm. Like I, we all know the type. Yeah. Uh, Marianne is also there as the lifeguard. Marianne is wearing a one-piece and then a jumper over the one-piece, so she's she's showing nothing. Yeah. Um. So Hilda gets them all. Yeah, she'd give away those six nipples. <laughs> she's a dog. <laughs> so, um, the kids are all out swimming. One of the kids, Cynthia, starts crying. So Hilda swims over. It's like, why are you upset? Oh, I dropped my bracelet in the water. Hilda spots something pink in the water. Oh, it's pink? Yeah. Okay, I'll rescue the bracelet. Swims into the river. Straight towards the current. Someone does start drowning, Grace. It's Hilda. Oh, no. Oh, for fuck's sake. But who's this coming to her rescue? Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) it. So, (laughs) So Hilda's life is flashing before her eyes. Uh, she reaches out, and a strong grip grabs her and starts pulling her back in. It's Marianne. She's thrown off the jumper. She's dived in to rescue Hilda. Um, she's helping her out. 
Marianne's like, be more cautious. If you drowned, I don't know what would have happened. And Hilda's like, oh yeah, you'd probably have to do a lot of paperwork, huh? Like, completely oblivious. And then Hilda oh, goes, not wrong. Hilda then notices, why does it smell of wet dog? Oh my god. And immediately Marianne goes, sorry, my hair follicles are weird. It's genetic. Of course it is. Hilda never questions this. <laughs> She's like, she's like, oh, right, yep, okay. Okay, that's a perfectly normal human thing to say. Yeah, that your hair smells of wet dog and you've got a very sensitive sense of smell and you disappear at night. (laughs) It's all right there. Hmm. And the dots are not being connected for her. (laughs) Unless someone at my work is a werewolf, I'm just saying. Because they smell of wet dog. Yeah. When they get wet? (laughs) It could just be they have a wet dog. No, they just they just smell a dog. Okay. Well, if if they're in their swimming stuff and they smell of wet dog, that's it's kind of a sign it's them. Yep, yeah, chances are werewolf. Mm-hmm. Oh god. And it's right there. Mm. To make up for it, um, Hilda eventually makes her a hair accessory because uh, Marianne, her hair's always like covering her face. Yeah. She makes her like this accessory. Marianne's Hilda does Marianne's hair for her. It's a very cute, very sweet scene, and. Yeah. It's very cute. And I think that's where I'm going to leave it, unless you guys want to hear about Hilda being oblivious a bit more. It's it's very fun and fluffy, this. Mm. Yeah. It, it... it does sound quite sweet, actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this one bit more. Um, eventually, it's the full moon, and this is when Hilda realises, you know what I can do? I've narrowed it down to two people, Lorenz and Claude, because it's obviously going to be one of those two. <laughs> if I just look into their camp at night time, it's the full moon. One of them's not going to be there, right? And then that's who I know is the werewolf, right? They're the couple, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So she takes... She... Oh, by the way, Marianne's telling her, do not go out at night tonight. And Hilda's like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> and then she goes out at night. Oh. And um, she, she spies into uh, Claude and Lorenz's cabin. One has to be a werewolf. I'm guessing they're banging. She peeks over the t- at the top bunk. There's no one in the top bunk. Aha! One of them isn't here. Gotta be a werewolf. Looks in the bottom bunk. Ah, purple hair. It's Lawrence. And then another head pops up from <laughs> at the other side. And she's like, oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and that's when she realises... <laughs> Oh, fantastic. That's when it hits. I'm like, oh. These these guys are, are gay. But, yeah, there's just a whole bit like, that doesn't make sense. They're always arguing over her. There's got to be a misunderstanding. Maybe maybe one of them had a nightmare and one is somewhere to sleep with the other one, like as comforts. Or maybe the top, maybe the top bunk is really uncomfortable, so they both share the bottom bunk. Wait. They have to be straight. They flirted with me. <laughs> Had it all been acting? What's going on? And she wanders off into the woods and gets attacked by a monster. Because of course. By the way, there's monsters in this fic that aren't werewolves. Oh, right. Tune in to find out. No, don't tune in to find out. Read more. This fic's great. Yeah. Honestly, I would say this is on par with books I have paid money for. So, ja ja la la. I... Honestly, as much as I encourage people to read this fic, if you took this offline, changed some words and published it, I think you'd go far. Uh, yeah, they, they did that with, uh, was it the love hypothesis? Possibly. I don't know. 
Yeah. It definitely happens, though. And yeah. It, it's something I would consider, because th- this is professional quality. It, it also sounds like it's a lot of fun as well. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I've skipped over a lot of details. There's a lot of funny scenes I want to talk to you guys about. Hmm. The My personal favorite is the wood chopping scene with Hilda. Mwah. <laughs> Completely approve. I could tell you guys about that one if you want, or we could wrap it up here. As I said, it's on you guys to tell me to stop. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's up to you. Um, do you think we've got enough uh, footage for an episode here? I mean, we do, but I can always talk longer. Ah, fuck it. Cool. I'm going to talk to you about the... <laughs> Talking to you about the axe scene. Okay, so this is chapter seven. Spooky. So, they're doing a campfire. Uh, Raphael has broken his leg. Okay. That means he can't be chopping wood. And he's the buffest man there. None of the other lads know how to chop wood. Hmm. Hilda's been chopping wood all her life. Oh, so this is what she's good at. Her time has come. What, you want me to stop? Oh, her time has come. Cool. (laughs) Your time has come. (laughs) Sorry, I thought that was gracious coming in like... No, time's up. You're done, James. Ask not for whom the bell tolls. So, So, while Hilda, very good at chopping wood, she doesn't want to be butch in front of everyone. Like, she's a delicate flower, and she would rather one of the boys reveal that they have secret werewolf strength. Is she going to pretend to be bad at it? She's, yeah, she's essentially like, oh, no, I can't do it. You're a rugged man, she says to, like, the twink with the green hair. <laughs> but, yeah, boys, you can do it. It's not hard. Just grab an axe and swing. You've definitely got the muscle for it. <laughs> and so she eggs Claude into doing it. Uh, Claude takes the axe. He swings. It doesn't even cut through the the stump they've got set up. Yeah. Um... But he's being optimistic, like, yeah, I think I got it. He wasn't getting it. <laughs> uh, but sweat's glistening off his muscles. It's looking reasonably... Like, it's it's kind of an attractive scene. Hilda isn't noticing the sweat off the muscles. There's your first clue about Hilda's sexuality. Okay. Um, but Lawrence is watching. And he is. He's simply staring with his mouth slightly parted in some sort of misguided awe. Like, this is what I... I'm not doing the, the writing justice by skimming through this. Like, the signs are all there, yeah. but our narrator isn't noticing them. <laughs> it's delightful. Yeah, it, it it does sound it does sound like a lot of fun. Mm. So after she after Claude does it a bit, but he's like, "Oh, this is a tough one." He barely cuts through one log. Hmm. Hilda's like, "Ah, oh, fine. I've got no choice. I'll do it." That's when Lorraine starts mansplaining, like, no, a lady shouldn't have to dirty her hands. Sit down, Hilda. I'll take care of it. (laughs) And while Hilda is trying to be kind of girly, she takes issue with that. Yeah. And you know what? Rightly so. Yeah, fair (laughs) enough. When Lorraine takes up the axe, he's rubbish at it. And then Hilda's like, yeah, very cool. Give me the axe. She's like, well, (laughs) sure. I feel uh, I feel bad standing around while you guys uh, work hard for our sakes. He'll, he's like, oh, such a noble heart. Well, if you insist, you can give it a few taps while Claude and I catch our breath. I'm guessing she just <laughs> fucking splits the first Sl- log in two. Splits it in one. Just like, <laughs> like apparently when, whenever she got stressed or bratty, her mum would send her out to chop wood. <laughs> so Hilda's really good at this. Yeah. So she just clean clean cuts through it, and Lawrence is like, oh, no, I'm sure I weakened the log for you. 
Ah, right. Okay. Set me up another one. <laughs> Slice through it. Does it again. They just she just keeps going. Then she takes her shirt off. She's wearing a sports bra. Mm. Uh, starts cutting through it. I from what I've been told, this this is the standard porn for lesbians. Yeah, it is. Like buff woman chopping wood in a sports bra. Uh Marianne is bright red. Uh <laughs> There's a really good Instagram going around with just a woman in plaid chopping wood and she's got like, loads of followers. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> so, Hilda throws her shirt off, glances over to say, oh, she realizes, oh no, it's going to get dirty if I chuck it in there. Marianne caught the shirt. Oh. And he's just stood there bright red. Just holding it, <laughs> breathing it. But in. Hilda's like, oh, oh good, my shirt's safe. Perfect. Brilliant. Thinks nothing more of it. Oh, for um, fuck's sake. And, yeah, so Hilda keeps cutting. They've got enough wood at the end. And she's like, okay, let, we're going to stock this up. You coming with us, Marianne? Marianne's just gone. Her brain is out of here. It is gone for the day. <laughs> uh, Hilda's like, oh, you're spacing out on me? Uh, no, I just... Arms. Hilda blinked her. Arms? You have nice arms. Especially when swinging the axe. <laughs> And Hilda's like, oh, thanks. I can give you some workout tips if you like. That's all right. Oh, were you... Fucking hell. Were you not, were you not screaming throughout this fic, just kiss already? I was. Yeah. And they do, and it's great. The notes for this chapter. Hilda going, Ignatz is gay? Can werewolves be gay? Marianne. Marianne looking at Hilda's muscles. Yes. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> So yeah, as I say, it's longer than we usually cover, but this is a very good fic, and yeah. I encourage everyone to take a look, I even think... if you're not into Hilda and Marianne. Uh, I'm not, but like, it sounds like the author's got like a really good, like, cracking sense of humour. So they really do. It. I might give yeah. it a go, actually. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd recommend it. it. It will take a while, but it's it's worth a read. There's all there is plot to this that I've not talked about. Like it's it's not just Hilda investigating who is a werewolf. There's also necromancy going on in the background. The and fuck? Yeah. Why didn't you say that earlier? Because there's so much good shit here <laughs> that I didn't even need to touch on the necromancy. I know you didn't need to, but like for fuck's sake, James. <laughs> Fine. There's also necromancy and a <gasps> it's a plot to resurrect the villain from uh the Fire Emblem games. The Fire Emblem Three Houses, specifically. Oh, so right. there's, there's like a secondary plot here. Yeah, there's a secondary plot. Uh, there's mythology about the werewolves as well. Hmm. But it's, yeah. Just go read it. It's yeah, good. In- interesting. You'll have a great time. Yeah. And if you don't, you have no taste. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> but yeah, Hilda's my favourite character. And yeah, the... <laughs> as I say, it is a long fic, and... Uh, it's not until chapter eighteen she really it really clicks for her that she's gay. That, that's chapter a, a eighteen. <laughs> Hence, yeah, chapter eighteen called "Search: Am I Gay or Not?" Test mm. is the uh, yeah. Right, and Google when cli- what oh Quora or whatever tells her she is, and then she's like, I don't think she actually goes on Quora, and I'm kind of sad that she doesn't. Yeah. No, but she do? does realise it for herself. She's like, oh, oh shit, okay. women. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's a pretty good time. Mm. The only heterosexual is Raphael. 
He's the oh. only member of this house that hasn't. <laughs> yeah. There seems to be a theme here in these uh, these yeah. predictions about fire. If I, yeah, let, let's wrap to what have we learned today. Because I've learned there's no heterosexuals in Fire Emblem Three Houses, mm. except Raphael, who is kind of ignorant to everything going on around him. <laughs> But also, really good for AUs. Yeah. I think I found more AUs than I found fix within the Fire Emblem universe. Yeah. And I suspect the reason for that is the Fire Emblem universe is very sad. Like, no matter which route you pick, a lot of main characters are going to die. And that's not on. Yeah, it's. I'm sure I've said it in a previous episode, but a lot of the... Uh... A lot of the fanfic you find out there, um, it falls into two camps. It either enhances the universe it's about, or it fixes the universe it's about. Mm-hmm. And and this is very much in the fix camp, I, I would say. Yeah, this fandom is, for sure. Yeah. And I'm glad uh, that Hilda and Marianne can find happiness. When I played the games, I never knew who to ship Hilda with. Mm. I personally always ship Marianne with Raphael. Because they have some quite cute scenes together. Okay. I'm I'm willing to break that for the sake of Hilda Marianne. Even though Marianne's not a werewolf. <laughs> she kind of is, though. Oh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, people get magic from uh, crests that they're born with. Yeah. And Marianne's crest is the is the crest of the beast, and it sometimes it goes rogue and turns you into a wolf. Ah, oh my I see. God. Yeah, so that's where the werewolf thing comes from. So there there's is, actually, yeah, yeah, there is a canonical reason for this fic existing. There's quite a lot of werewolf Marianne fix, incidentally. Yeah. I should also add, uh, I was always Team Edward, but this this fic, yeah, <laughs> I get the appeal of werewolves. Well done. <laughs> it's converted you to Team Jacob. I wouldn't go that far. Like, no, not into Jacob, but <laughs> out of bestiality and necrophilia, you chose bestiality. No, I chose necrophilia. Oh, I see. Yeah, but yeah back now. in the what about now? Yeah, but now. Oh yeah, now. We've all uh, had that phase. Okay. But what about now? <laughs> mm. If we gender flip them, I I think I'm more Team Jacob. Okay. Because so that's another thing. I'm sure I've mentioned before. I never got the appeal of Twilight and then someone pointed me towards the gender flip version that was written Is that any good? I've not read it yet but when I heard the premise I was like, oh, I get it because it's just a clumsy boy who is thirsted after by a big titty vampire milf but is also lusted after by this hot werewolf lady who lives in the woods and has to choose between the two and as soon as it was laid out for me, I, it just clicks in my head. It's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> That's kind of hot. Yeah, I'm in. Oh my God. Which is why I owe an apology to everyone I bashed when I was 15, being like, no, no, Twilight's stupid. I don't get it. No, I get it now. So I was wrong. I don't sh- <laughs> do you know? Do you know? I, 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 I'm quite surprised at that because I honestly thought. That the reason why you've uh, sort of gone a bit soft on your uh, stance on Twilight was because <laughs> of nostalgia reasons. 
Oh, well, it's, it's a bit of that as well. Like but. all those things you used to find irritating as fuck as a kid, but now you, yeah. you know, now, now you've grown up. It's like, ah, oh, that reminds me of childhood. It's kind of that, but also as a clumsy nerd who wants a buff vampire lady to watch me while I sleep, I, I kind of get it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound very wholesome when you put it like that. Well, no, because Twilight's not very wholesome. Like, well, no, ask Robert Pattinson. He read the script and was like, ugh. <laughs> But yeah, funnily enough, this takes us into Halloween. Uh, it, it does. Wrap, let's right. wrap this up. Um, Grace, if you had to pick a type of monster. What? To do what with? To do what with? To, to romance. If I had to romance a monster. Yeah. Are you I, vampires? I think... Are you werewolves? Are you mummies? Oh, Jesus. Are you, are you zombies? There's a lot of... There's a lot of... There's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of things out there, mate. I'm gonna have to go through yeah. like a a, a catalogue. The Loch Ness monster. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh no, I I know exactly who you'd romance. Who? Mothman. No, because the no? because the the fucking. But he's so fluffy. Yeah, but that thick, that thick about Zuko being a Mothman has put me off <laughs> <Yeah>. forever. <laughs> oh, that was that lovely. put you. That was good. No, it, yeah. no, the thick was good, but. They just—it was an eldritch horror-themed one where they talked about a mouth that didn't. It was just a tube oh, that had a crevice, right. and even though Sokka did say what that mouth do though, it still didn't make <laughs> me want to know. I see. Okay, that's valid. Uh, Yeti. Nah, because that means moving Big to somewhere cold. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, okay, Nick. Let's buy Grace some time. Oh boy. Um, Monster GF. Dragon would be a cop out answer because we did that one previously. I was going to say, at the risk of leaning into this. <laughs> oh, oh, we're doubling down on dragons. I mean, it would be like it would be like having a sugar mummy that could, uh, that could oh, vanquish yeah. all your enemies. Now that's the point, yeah. Shitload of treasure breathes fire. You know what? This is a compelling argument. As long as it's the kind of dragon that can turn into a human form. It's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the benefits are, are threefold. Um, you know, loads of treasure. Money, fire. <laughs> loads of treasure. Big old titties. <laughs> loads of treasure, breathes fire. You would be an absolute fucking legend anywhere you went. <laughs> <laughs> but your butthole would be gaping. <laughs> the guy who laid the dragon. Mm-hmm. And I ran my sword through the dragon, and then I got out my other sword <laughs> and cut the cut the fucking Christmas oh. dinner with it. <laughs> See, I'm surprised Grace hasn't gone with the obvious demon BF. Oh, I am. Or Prince Sidon. Fishman. No, I'm not, yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm not. I'm not going for fishmen. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Fine. We did promise no more fishman jokes. Yeah. Uh, I can I can see we've already found something to replace this with. Nick banging a dragon. <laughs> yeah, but he's already taking it on the chin like he's a legend, isn't he? He's never he's not even banged a dragon, and he's fucking see that's the trick, Grace. You, you just gotta lean into it and own it. Be like, yeah, 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 yeah I did. Yeah, but he didn't. He's he's a wannabe. He's a fake. Well, <laughs> if you'd leaned in on Sidon, maybe we wouldn't be making as much fun of it. Well, I did for a bit, and it just got out of hand. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, <laughs> valid. That's why it still remains because I leaned in on it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a 
Maybe it's a gender thing. Double oh, standards. Boy. Yeah. Because for blokes, it's like, yeah, I fucked this, I fucked that. For women, it's like, I got fucked by, and it's like, oh, you got fucked over, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I assumed you'd be pegging uh, Sidon, to be honest. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you never oh, heard boy. of a power bottom? <laughs> I have. all our time on this. <laughs> I think Nick learned that on episode one. If I, I, remember rightly. I did. I learned what a power bottom was. It's funny, mm-hmm. in our earlier episodes, we are just like going through the Wikipedia and what all the words mean, and now we're just jaded. So just like, yeah, we're, we we've learned of, everything. Of we've learned means. a lot now. <laughs> Though every, every now and again, there is a surprise. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. What was the last surprise you had? Oh, God. There, there was definitely a kink we learned about that I've already forgotten about. This this is the thing with this podcast. It, uh, it takes you to some really strange places. Yeah. Sometimes it's safe as just immediately yeet that knowledge out of your brain. Yeah, it's sometimes like sensory overload. Mm. Oh, that's a point. Now, have you seen Good Omens yet? No. Okay. There's something you mentioned earlier I wanted to tie back in, but it's fine. Uh, I see. I will, um... I won't linger on that in case you think about it and it spoils it. Listeners, you probably know what I'm talking about. Fair enough. Anyway, it's probably time we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Unless there's anything else you guys want to add about Fire Emblem. Uh, no. I can't oh, think... Have I shown you guys the new protagonist for Fire Emblem? Mm-hmm. I've not played the new no, one. No, but I'm... Is, wait, hang on, hang on. Is this the person in... It's the hair. Pepsi hair. Pepsi hair. The one who's in all red and blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. Have they got a sponsorship yeah. deal or something? Yeah, let, they do let me show you. Oh, yeah, it is a Switch Colors too, isn't it? Sponsored by let Nintendo. Let me show you. Uh, I'll I'll put her in Smash or Pass. There's a male version as well, isn't there? There is. There we go. Have they done anything better with his outfit than the last protagonist? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Let's have a look in Smash or Pass. Yeah, it's the female outfit's still the better one, but it's less of a obvious discrepancy compared to Three Houses. Oh, they are just yeah. I could just be saying that because I I think both outfits are bad <laughs> this it's, time round. It's even the I mean even the hair color even the the heterochromia it's mm-hmm. if that's the word for it but like it is yeah sponsored by Pepsi yep is that Pepsi Man and Pepsi Woman Pepsi Man it could be <laughs> oh good grief but yeah it's it's a weird outfit and that's the main thing that's put me off playing Fire Emblem Engage what just because of the that's, you have to see that hair all the time, because you're playing as them. But would you not, like, slowly become... Maybe? I'm not paying 50 quid to find out. Yeah, Mod fair. it out. I c- it's on the Switch. Ah. This isn't the glorious Bethesda games where I can mod everything out and put in... Bring in Hilda. <laughs> yeah, that is... Someone in the department fucked up. Yeah. They're very bright. I think they need to tone down the saturation a little bit. Yeah. But then again, I don't know what the plot is for it. Uh, there's something about a chaos dragon, is the, all I know. The duality of man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the in-game stuff looks a bit more toned down. Okay. I'll give it a look. Yeah, because then that second picture looks very bright. Well, I'm currently playing through Starfield, so once I'm once that game has defeated me... I'll look. I'll go on to more things, mm. but I think that's all we have time for today. Yes, it is. Looking at the timer, uh, join us next time when 
I don't know what we'll be doing next. We need to have a discussion about that. Yep, we do. But it is October, so it's possibly going to be something spooky. Let's find out. When's the uh, yeah. new Adams, uh, Wednesday Adams coming out? I don't know. I know Loki's coming out. I think they're only just starting to film now. Uh. And again, the writer's strike is still on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Though the acting strike is over. Yeah, so. the actors got what they wanted, the writers are still... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully close, because one down, one to go. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, writers. Yeah, fingers crossed for you. And fuck AI. Mm. Oh, maybe we do near, and it's the fuck AI episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could We do. celebrate fuck AI by talking about sexy robots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll brainstorm, we'll come back. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr. You can find us on Instagram now. If you're enjoying what you're hearing and what you're doing and you want to talk to us, ask us questions, all of that stuff, join our Discord. It's a pound. And, yeah, have fun. Mm. Good night. Good night. See you in two weeks. Good night.